Hola, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Mujeres in the Know. Hey everyone, how's everybody doing today? ¿Qué pasa con usted? Hey, well, it's Natalie here with another episode. I just want to let you guys know that this is a special episode for 4th of July. Um, we have two special guests instead of just one. The first guest will be Veronica Gomez Mujica. And she was actually on a previous episode I did. She's a financial coach. So she's back and she's going to tell us more information on how we can handle our finances during this whole continuing pandemic that we're going through. Um, we're going get, to get some advice and tips from her. And I have another guest. Her name is Tina Ziegler. And Tina has her own business. It's called Ziegler Services. And she's also an essential service specialist and a coach and she's going to offer some good advice about how we can stay strong during this pandemic so if you would like go ahead and continue listening so we'll go ahead and start with veronica and then we'll ask questions to miss tina so here we go the first question i have for you veronica is there's going to be a lot of fourth of july sales going on this weekend and they're going to continue into the following week there might be a great sale going on but does that mean it's okay to make that purchase um, it's definitely okay to take advantage of the sales going on if you have planned for it in advance or if you have the cash to pay for those things up front. Um, I think it gets a little bit sticky when people have to go further into debt or start pulling money from an emergency savings fund to cover those costs because they're often not worth it. And what you can do if you feel like it's something that you really want to take advantage of is just to remember that these sales happen every holiday. They say, this is the last time we're going to do it, but by Labor Day, there will be another big sale. So if it's something really important to you, you can add a line to your budget to save for that specific item. And then when the next sale comes up, then you can buy it then and take advantage of the next sale. Great. Could you name some of the July budget expenses? You want to think about when you're planning your July budget would be things that you might any month so if you're attending any weddings even virtually <laughs> baby showers anniversaries uh, birthdays either for someone else or maybe you're throwing little parties in uh, your own family you may want to save or put aside some money for that you also want to think about holidays like the 4th of July or any other holiday that's important to your family during the month of July um, you can also think about vacations but of course we're in a situation where vacationing may not be the appropriate thing to do or even available to us. So in that case, you might think about how you can have a staycation and you might want to plan for that. So what are some activities that your family enjoys um, that you might want to bring to the house instead, order something from Amazon or find a way to uh, spend that money or have that money available if you need to in the future. Okay, well, I, I have a six-year-old and he likes to swim a lot and I took him to the public pool the other day uh, and they told me that there's no fee, there's no entry fee. I don't know if it's a good idea to go to the pool during this time, uh, but we went ahead and tried it out and they're waiving fees right now for the summer. So do you know of any summer activities that are either low or no cost going on for the summertime? That one is awesome. And since we are in the Valley, another great one is going to the beach. Of course, um, you know, some of the beaches are closing, so you want to look into that. And of course, you want to be safe with your social distancing, wearing masks if that's um, something that's appropriate for where you're at. But that can be a cheap way to find some entertainment because you can just pack some snacks from your own house and take your family and wear them out and then come back home. Yes. Uh, some other things that can work for low or no cost would just be any kind of physical activity outside. And I know it's hot, so this could be something in the morning or the evening. But even just walking, running, biking, things cheap like that are good. Um, some other ideas I have are getting online and maybe learning how to cook a new recipe 
that you haven't had time to do, you can look up the recipe, order your stuff from curbside so that it's safe, you have minimal contact, and then you can go home. That can be an activity you do with your kids or on your own. And then, of course, your library, which comes in clutch all the time, um, they offer things online. So I know that our library is offering um, a summer reading program online. They still have story time online for my young daughter that we will watch. Um, and of course, you can check out books online. You can check out audiobooks online. So those are all great. And then you can listen to podcasts like this one uh, for free. <laughs> you yes, just yes. download the app. So that's another great way to have an activity that's low or no cost. Great. Okay. Thank you for sharing those. Um, the next question I have for you is there, there's a lot of talk about a second stimulus check. Does the same financial advice you gave us in the last podcast we did together, does that apply for this check? Yes. I think that we still need to proceed with caution, especially because we know there isn't really a forthcoming vaccine until maybe January. And even then we still don't know what, what the economy is going to look like. So I'm always going to say, you know, put that money in savings as much as you can. If you're living on, you have to use that money to survive, then do it, of course. But make sure that even doing that, you're using as little as possible and putting as much in savings as possible too so that if this continues for months, um, you have more money to, to tap back into because at this point, we really don't even know if we're getting a second stimulus check. And if we do, then after that, we don't know what's coming. So we just have to be really careful and cautious, which is another reason to possibly not buy into some of these sales that are going on. You just want to be able to be in the best position you can to help your family make it through this time with so many unknowns. Yes, of course. Okay. And the last question I have for you, Veronica, is why is it important to set financial goals? I think it's so important personally to set financial goals because budgeting and saving and investing can be really difficult. I think a lot of people struggle with staying motivated to do it yes. so if you have clear goals as to why you're doing this then it can really keep you motivated to continue to do it so if you know that you want to be able to pay for certain things for your family or if you know that you want to take them on vacation in the future or whatever the case is you just want to be able to pay your bills without worrying if you're going to be able to feed your family this month you know all of those type of goals are great ways to say that's the reason why I need to turn away from this specific spending money on this specific thing or that's why I need to put more money into savings, etc. So just having your plan laid out um, and your reasons for that plan are so important because it helps you to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Okay, well, that's all the questions I have for you. I don't know if there's anything you would like to add. Um, I'd just like to add that as a financial coach, I know that we're going through a very tough time. And I think I said this last time, mm -hmm. just to continue to stay positive and do what you can to make it through. So it might mean that, you know, you are bare bones and you can't do as much for your kids as you want right now or your parents. You know, a lot of people aren't able to throw the parties that they can. But just remember that things aren't what, you know, make memories it's what you do for your kids in terms of love and just giving them fun times as much as you can I know that they're young right now but they will understand that you are doing the best you could and so just trying not to go further in debt because if you're able if you have to do that then you're going to hurt your future self doing that exactly and I think that's the hardest part of the you know going through this pandemic right now is we can't give them that big party that we want to give them or like right. my son's birthday was June 11th he turned six and we just had to have a small little just my immediate family and we can't really do anything right. huge so but he still enjoyed it he had a you know he yeah. had a great time we got him some presents so it just like you said we can still make it memorable and fun 
done. And just because we're going through this right now doesn't mean we can't, you know, make it a, a great birthday. Right. And, and, you know, I think that's part of it is just what message are you giving your kids? Like if yes. you're saying this is what we can do and this is um, everybody's doing this right now and let's create a Zoom and, you know, like I said, just make it as special as you can for the time. Hopefully they'll understand as they grow up because we're all doing the best we can right now. None of us have lived through this type of situation. And so it's a challenge for everybody and not just you and we're going to be okay. We're going to make it through. Great. Okay. Well, that's the questions I have for you, Veronica. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on again for our second episode together. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No problem. (laughs) Our last episode did really well and, you know, we had a lot of listeners. So I'm hoping uh, anybody who might need some financial advice can tune into this one and get some advice. Veronica's on social media. Just look for her on Instagram and Facebook. I can go ahead and mention it's at Financial Coach Veronica. And she's there. She gives a lot of great content. If you need some help or advice, just you can go to her. Okay. Well, thanks, Veronica. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. I have here with me right now, Tina Ziegler, and she's an essential specialist and a coach. She's also a happiness consultant. I wanted to talk to Tina today because I feel that Tina has a great story. She's not only lived in the Rio Grande Valley in McAllen, she's also lived in Germany. I want her to let us know about some of her background and stuff she's gone through and how she ended up coming to live in the Valley. If you could share that with us, Tina, we'd really appreciate it. Okay, sure. Actually, it's a long story, but I tried to just put it as uh, short as I can because otherwise I'll take hours. <laughs> so the Cliff Notes version of my story is I came to the Valley 40 years ago thanks to my dad who was a great entrepreneur and a role model and he wanted to move the family from Germany here to the US because it was during the crisis, the Cold War crisis. I mean, there's always been some kind of crisis but he wanted, he loved the Hispanic culture. He taught himself Spanish and I also taught myself Spanish. I never really had a teacher. My mom Mom, however, didn't really like it here. And I have three younger siblings and she was overwhelmed and she's very German. She didn't like the heat. The laissez-faire, sometimes it's like the manana mentality. Things are not like 100% clean. Back then it was different, also different. The valley was a different place. And so my dad decided, okay, he's going to have his little business here, a real estate business, but uh, we're going to stay in Germany and just come here once, twice a year for vacation time. That's what we did. So many years later... I uh, actually made the decision because I always liked the Valley and I actually went to school UT Austin. I got a scholarship from uh, because I studied American studies, arts and film and got a scholarship from the German government and they I had three choices, Berkeley, NYU, UT Austin. I went to UT Austin and I always loved Texas and I, I always told like when I graduated because I graduated from high school in Germany, I grew up in Germany the first time actually again like I was a teenager when I came here first time. I told my friends and I put in the yearbook that I will retire at age 40 as an artist and live in South Texas. So that's what I put in my, I was only 18. That's what, that was my my mission, my vision. And well, things almost worked out that way. In between was a 25 year career in television in Germany. And I had two kids, both of them born here because I took two baby sabbaticals here in McAllen. And I, um, I went 
back to Germany and kept working and trying to bridge both worlds. It was always my hope that I could combine the best of both worlds, the German, the European and the US and South Texas lifestyle and everything that comes with it. Because I, I am a firm believer in expand your mind, explore cultures, get every, integrate all the different elements and enjoy, you know, and that's why when my dad passed away in 2014, I decided I could not stand the television industry any longer. I could not, I could not live in slavery, like by dominated by a boss who tells me how I spend my time. I'm the master of my time. I decide how my, how I spend my time, not some corporate mm -hmm. uh, structure boss system. So I made the decision and my kids were all for it. Uh, my husband too, that we're going to move here permanently. We're going to go back to Germany once or twice a year, like we had before, because we'd always gone, been going back and forth twice a year, sometimes three times a year. So we were just going to turn that around and go to Germany twice a year. And it's worked out perfectly. My son was actually, he was thriving here in the Valley at IB Lamar Academy, where he said the teachers here support him over there in Germany. They were his enemies because he's different and he's, he has different goals. And yes, he, he doesn't want to waste his time. He spends his time. He's driven. He has, he has visions. And over there, he was not supported because everybody who stands out is kind of suspicious. Like, oh yeah, you're not like the rest. Oh, there's, there's, that's weird. So really helped him. He got accepted to MIT. So now he's an MIT student. And my other son also likes it here. I mean, he has struggles a little bit with the heat, <laughs> but everything else is great. So, and I'm happy. I started my, um, also my online career, my, my job about three years ago, two years ago. And um, now with the situation, the, the tectonic shift that's happened through the pandemic, my job is actually more relevant than ever. Or my, not my job, my business is more relevant than ever because I have an online home-based business. So I don't even leave the house. And I would have never had you asked me three months ago, like if I could do that, I would have told you, you're crazy. I can't do that. I get cabin crazy. I stir fever. I can't just staying at home. I just can't do it. I, I like there were three events. I would do all three events at the same time so I was always out and about but now with this new situation things have like shifted and also the focus on the essential what's essential what's important to me what's important to my family what's important to us that has changed everything and so now I work from home and I'm very happy I connect with people globally because through zoom you can connect with anybody I mean yeah there's time differences you have to observe the time difference but I connect with my friends in Germany, which I didn't before. So it's it's opened like a whole new world. And I know, Tina, that you've been through a good amount of stuff in life. My question was, can you share with us how we can stay strong and we can stay focused and be resilient during a time like this, during this pandemic? Right. It starts with your mindset. It starts with how you look at things. There's always two ways how to look at things. There's all oh, you can always see the good or you see the bad. You focus on the good or you focus on the bad. And you are the one to make that decision. You have to decide, do I want to look for the good, go outside, smell the roses, mm -hmm. or do I look for the bad? See the roses, see the thorns. So it's always about how you 
set your mind and you can set it. It's your choice. So, and your decision. So nobody else can do that for you. You have to do it for yourself and you will, it's, it sometimes it may require training and you just have to stop your negative mindset because I had negative mindset being German. I mean, it's very, I, I have like two identities and uh, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that's the German criticizing and finding all the bad things. And so if we're trained to look for, okay, what's wrong, who's to blame and all that, but you just throw that out the window and you stop yourself when you see it coming and happening. It's like, no, that's just like, okay, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on the other. And that's how, how you do it. It is, it can be a struggle, but you know, you'll get better at it. Definitely. That's great advice. Cause yeah, it's something that I think we're all struggling with right now, not just women, but you know, men too. Is there anything you'd like to share with us, Tina, that any of um, the questions I haven't asked you, do you have anything that you want to share? Right. Maybe also some advice on how, as I said, like one of the, the main things is your mindset and also build your mindset, work on your mindset, read literature, positive things, podcasts. There's so much out there and like positive training, coaching, you don't have to spend much money on it or any money on it because a lot of it is on YouTube and just look for the for the positive things that will be uplifting like for example Tony Robbins is one one of yes, those yes. mentors um, there's also Jim Rohn for business I mean he, he's a little older and he passed away but what he said and what he teaches is true and valid for any kind of business so if you look for business mentorship he's still one of the top people John Maxwell of course oh yeah um, so and also what's very important is don't forget the spiritual element because we're all spiritual we have that there's a spiritual level and if you ignore that if you just like run around and don't take time for yourself and and your spirituality then you're missing something and you don't have that foundation you or it's harder to get to that foundation because you need the foundation because you know like otherwise you may get swept away easily get swept away oh the laundry oh this oh no there's another phone call another customer this and that so it's very important to stay focused and always to just like move back okay well today and also review like okay what did i do today so get over what what you did okay and i did great also put your like pat yourself on the shoulder for all the great things that you did and the other things that didn't work out so well so, oh they need improvement but be aware of that so the next day you can focus on that don't get swept away just sit down for an hour and get this thing done that you need to do we tend to put too much on our plates we can't do it all and that's another thing pacing don't overload your schedule and just acknowledge what you do, exactly. but stay focused because with focus, you can get a lot of things done much faster. Don't get distracted. Just close the door and say, okay, I need one hour. I need half an hour to get this done. And then you get it done. And if you will feel great. And then you, from that experience, you can also build, okay, another half hour, another, You're just carving out some little pieces of time in your in your busy schedule it's like the cracks of your time but using them to the best you can also writing things down helps with getting staying focused and getting it done and then just check 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 and that feels great right and one last thing don't let anybody put you down that's another thing or make fun of you or like don't care about other people's beliefs or i mean not not beliefs but what what other people's opinions on things because you have a gut feeling and you know what you want to do and don't let other people take your dreams away i mean it's happened to me that people try to do that but stay clear of that don't because it's their opinions they usually don't you know they their lives are their lives but we focus on our lives 
life. So, so don't let others take your aspirations, your dreams, and what you do away from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mujeres in the Know. It's Natalie here, and I just want to say, everybody, be careful out there. Please, 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 please be careful. Be safe. Cuidado, por favor. It's such a crazy time right now and just please be careful and follow all the rules and guidelines that we should be following right now i know it's hard it's tough but we're gonna get through it and everything's gonna be fine all right well until then i'll talk to you next episode bye